Hi, good morning. Welcome to Life with Jesus. So we're still in our reship uh, segment. So yeah, that's reflection blessed worship. And this is actually the day two of the seven-day Holy Week devotional that I started to do. And yeah, I just wanted to share the Holy Week reflection. And hopefully we can all, you know, together grow more in faith with Christ, our Savior. So for the day two of the Holy Week devotional, we'll be studying the verse. Um, it's entitled, The Authority of Jesus Questioned. So that's Matthew. Still in, we're still in Matthew. Actually, the whole seven days we'll be studying Matthew and reflecting on it. So for the day two uh, devotional, it will be Matthew. If you have your own Bible, you know, you could actually check it as well and read it with me. So that's Matthew 21, uh, verse 23 up to 20, uh, 46. So let me read it first. So, yep. Jesus entered the temple courts, and while he was teaching, the chief priest and the elders of the people came to him. By what authority are you doing these things? They asked. And who gave you this authority? Jesus replied, I will also ask you one question. If you answer me, I will tell you by what authority I am doing these things. John's baptism, where did it come from? Was it from heaven or of human origin? They discussed it among themselves and said, If we say from heaven, he will ask, Then why didn't you believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the people, for they all hold that John was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we don't know. Then he said, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. The parable of the two sons. Verse 28, uh, what do you think? There was a man who had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go and work today in the vineyard. I will not, he answered. But later, he changed his mind and went. Then the father went to the other son and said the same thing. He answered, I will, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did what his father wanted? The first, they answered. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you to show you the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes did. And even after you saw this, you did not repent and believe him. Last parable is the parable of the tenants. In verse 33, it says, Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and moved to another place. When the harvest time approached, he sent his servants to the tenants to collect his fruit. The tenants seized his servants. They beat one, killed another, and stoned a third. Then he sent other servants to them, more than the first time. And the tenants treated them the same way. Last of all, he sent his son to them. They will respect my son, he said. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to each other, This is the heir. Come, let's kill him and take his inheritance. 
So they took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? He will bring those wretches to a wretch end, they replied. And he will rent the vineyard to other tenants who will give him his share of the crop at harvest time. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore, I tell you that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people who will produce its fruit. Anyone who falls in this stone will be broken to pieces. Anyone on whom it falls will be crushed. When the chief priest and the Pharisees heard Jesus' parables, they knew he was talking about them. They looked for a way to arrest him, but they were afraid of the crowd because the people held that he was a prophet. Wow, it's a very nice, you know, beautiful word of God. And now let's, you know, let's try to together reflect what's the message of, you know, what, what God is trying to, to teach us to, you know, and what can we learn to reflect on from, from these scriptures. You know, the authority of Jesus question, you know, this verse in Matthew 21, um, 23, right? You know, um, when he entered the temple of the courts and he was asked, by what authority are you doing this? You know, when, when you know, the teaching that he's doing, what, what Jesus is, is doing back then, you know, when these Pharisees asked him, and Jesus replied, you know, uh, put them into test when he replied about John's baptism, you know, whether it came from heaven or it came from human origin. And the thing here is that, you know, there are, there are, mo- there, there are moments, right, in our lives where in we encounter Jesus, but we still ask we know that, you know, what he's capable of. We experience his blessings already. Many times, for sure, we've lost count already on how generous, how loving, how forgiving, you know, our God is. You know, his endless grace and endless mercy towards his children towards his people. But when I read actually this, you know, I, I realize that I'm also the same with those Pharisees who question God. And it felt, you know, uh, it's a humbling experience. I know for a fact that, you know, when when the time is unfavorable, I would say. And sometimes you don't know if it's something that's coming from him and you questioned him. You know, during those moments when I reflected, I realized that I never really lacked the faith. 
but probably I lack the love, the feeling, because the emotion of being human kicks in. And since I don't understand, you know, the situation, maybe in your life you, you have such situation where you don't understand why it happened and you started questioning Christ. You know, I believe that the journey of us being Christian, you know, our faith is there when we, you know, we whenever, you know, whenever, um, I mean, when the time that we were born, born out of this world, we were saved already by Christ. So it's in our blueprint that we have Jesus, that we have Christ, our creator, our God, you know, deep in our identity. And as we journey, it's not going to be a perfect road. And whenever we face situation like, you know, uh, unfavorable towards our lives or towards to to you know what we were what what we believe should happen we started questioning Christ and that's okay that's okay we probably you know um it's it's a part of the journey but i really believe that it's more of us lacking you know the emotion of being love that's why we started to question him and you know we don't admit it same thing as what the pharisees did here they did not admit it you know whenever we're on that situation we don't agree you know when we're asked if you know um where it come from or why are we questioning christ we normally just let it go and then do our own thing so the response of Jesus is like, it's what he did here in the scripture. Neither will I tell you by what authority I mean doing these things. That's why we also don't get the answer that we're looking for during those times. Because we also blocked it. You know, uh, being real with, with what you feel or how you felt in a situation that's uh, testing you and giving it to God, I believe that's one of the best choices we can make in our spiritual uh, journey, whatever it's this that's bothering us or, you know, we, we question our faith already, his love towards us, then we give it to him. I know it's easier said than then, but we can always do that. You know, we, we, we need to be more um, discerning and, you know, in every situation so we can always see his goodness. You know, we can always see the hidden blessings that he set up amongst us. And his promise is always true. You know, as long as we have faith and we trust and we give it, you know, to him, we will always overcome. So um, aside from, from, from that, right, uh, when, when the authority of Christ being questioned, also in this verse, we, we have two parables, you know, the parable of the two sons. And then the parable of the tenants. Um, I'd like to actually focus on the parable of the tenants because, you know, this is more of like uh, what's what resonate with, with with me at the moment when I reflected on these scriptures on the word of God. So, you know, as as the whole um, you know uh, verse talks about 
the authority of Jesus being questioned. This parable of tenants is actually, um, I, I believe this is more of like the landlord, you know, the one who um, actually the landlord who owned, uh, who planted uh, a vineyard. I believe the landlord there is God. And then there were servant, um, the servant that actually he assigned to, you know, to visit uh, the tenants to check for the fruits or for, for the produce, right? The servant, I believe those were um, the prophets. You know, in the parable of the tenants, there's actually um, three attempts, right? Where the landlord actually sent his servant to visit and check uh, with the tenant. But the te what the tenant did, you know, the tenant here, I believe these are the, you know, in, in, in the scripture, it's the Pharisees, right? Um, where they, they actually denied and killed and stoned, you know, the, the first servant that the landlord that God sent. So those were the early prophets, like Chan, ba Chan the Baptist, right? Whom these Pharisees denied and did not believe. So the second tenants, actually, um, it's another prophets in the history that the Pharisees did not believe. And then the third one, right, uh, the landlord realized that I'm going to send my son. And that son is actually Christ Jesus. So he did that. He sent his son, unfortunately, you know, in the parable, the son also got killed and got stoned. And... Similarly, that's what happened to Christ, our Savior. He was put, you know, into the cross and died for our salvation. And uh, right now, I, you know, my reflection on that is, yeah, Gad is the landlord, the servant. I want to focus more of the servant as Jesus, who's checking on the tenants, and the tenants will be the people. It's you and me. It's us. You know, it's his disciples. Because the, the work of the tenant should be, you know, on, should be on how they can help produce more fruits. You know, the fruits here, it's about saving a lot of souls, you know, in a deeper sense and I realized that, you know, this parable is speaking in a way that it's a reminder for all of us, you know, to who, who actually already in the journey of wanting to, to make his word known, you know, to become a disciple. Or we're already journeying our faith with Christ. And it's an invitation of Jesus, you know, whenever the servant who's being tasked by our God the Father to check on us, the tenant, the disciples, the people. We shouldn't do what, you know, the people did, what the tenant did in the parable, where they actually killed or where they actually denied, stoned, you know, the servant. In our reality today, I believe every time we choose not to follow what the Lord is teaching us to do or is telling us to do, you know, in, in our 
in in any given situation you know whenever we we sin against his his will whenever we decide on our own um thinking those were you know a similar form of us healing stoning the servant stoning jesus you know you can just imagine that you know the servant actually is checking if we're producing the right fruit you know that his main task but the action whether we're gonna produce you know the right fruit whether we're gonna make more disciple is solely depending upon us and how we choose and how we believe you know in the in the promise of god and i realized there's three you know three words that i i, I got from here actually um that's god g for gratefulness o for obedience p for discernment so you know since we're talking about um i said earlier right that we believe that personally my reflection is the moment you know when i reflected on those situation that i believe i questioned jesus authority in my life is during the time that i did not lose faith but rather my emotion prevails and i believe it hinders me to feel his love and you know this three thing you know first is being grateful you know gratefulness every time we count our blessings every time we go back to you know the experiences that we believe we don't deserve but it was given we grew out of gratefulness and it's always a nice feeling to 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 count the blessings that we're receiving you know um it's a humbling experience and we need to do that more personally if i do that it's a mood changer so i can easily transform you know my perspective into a more positive tone so yeah be be more grateful um oh obedience we have to act our faith we we have to do that um and uh, yeah um, i i written here in my notes like um you know we will be judged merely by our action not by words you know it's another in the another parable right when when the comparison between the two son the other one said i will not but at the end of the day he's the one who did what the father told him so sometimes it's easy to to look um you know i myself is guilty about this it's easy to pretend that everything is in place everything is okay because we also doesn't want to you know for for someone to feel that we we we're, we're struggling or we don't i mean no one would want to showcase you know your vulnerability i mean it's not a human nature for us to do so and it's okay but i believe you know in your solitude in your quiet time with god then be real and show your vulnerability and show your your 
you know, truest form and give it to him. Only then, you know, um, I believe you can have that humbling experience where you know that it's not enough to to just stand alone, you know, and depend on you or depend on the things here on earth. It's always going to be an obedience to follow his word, you know, to choose um, what he wanted you to, to go. You know, whenever you're being tempted to, to doubt, then just just be obedient. You know, always get back to the fundamentals of your faith, of our faith. And that's the scriptures. That's the word of God. I myself, it's still learning it. I mean, we're on a journey and it's never an, a competition with Christ. It's between you and him. No one's in competition. I think, yeah, it's an, it's a good, it's a great thing to understand that, you know, we're accepted no matter what. We're forgiven no matter what. We're blessed no matter what. But we also need to be obedient so we could actually get into you know, the greatest uh, blessings that, you know, greatest form of faith that we could ever um, have in our lives with Christ. And then the last word is the discernment. So I think it's more, it's very, very important to, to be discerning, to discern more on the situation because if we lack discernment, it's easy for us to react. And if we're reactive, if we don't think it through, you know, on a net, on another level, then we might might be missing, you know, something more valuable or something more beneficial to a situation. So, yeah, I believe discernment really helps a lot. It's when we really dig in deeper what God's message, what He's teaching us. You know, uh, during the trying times or even the good times, what we can get out of those situations. So we can only, you know, make the best out of that or out, out of those um, experiences if we know how to discern more. And how you would be able to discern more, again, we, we need to go back to, to, to the Word, to the Scripture. We need to read more about Him you know, about his word, the Bible. And yes, it's a work in progress thing, but hey, it's okay. I mean, it's we're, we're joining, so whatever level we're at at the moment, I myself is a beginner of this. So we can always, you know, we always have time. We always have chance, especially nowadays, right? So spend at least an hour to, to read his word and grow more in faith uh, with Christ. So... Yeah, I believe um, that's my reflection. So again, God, G-O-D, gratefulness, obedience, discernment. And, you know, um, as a tenant, as the new tenant of this world, you know, the disciple, you know, I think um, that's our calling to make known Jesus out into this world. You know, let's always welcome him as a tenant of his word, Let's produce more fruits that's meaningful 
and that will change lives for the better, that will lead toward the cross of salvation. We can do this with, you know, with Christ's love for us. He died for us on the cross. So definitely, we can all do this. Okay. And I'm going to sing to you a song. It's entitled, Make You Feel My Love. Um, I recently listened to this song and it reminds me of a song, you know, na, as if God is, you know, as if God is speaking to me. You know, this is a song that God would actually sing for you. So feel free to join if you're listening and sing along, worship him with this song. Be blessed. Question him his authority in your life that you may find wisdom, that you may discern more, grow more in gratefulness, and be obedient in believing and trusting him. You know, have faith, you can always overcome. The storms are raging on the rolling sea, on the highway of regret. The winds of change throwing wild and free 
ain't seen nothing like me yet. I could make you happy, make your dreams come true. Nothing that I wouldn't do. Go through the ends of the earth for you to make you feel my love. Oh, it's a beautiful reminder that God's love will always follow you everywhere you go. God bless. See you again next tomorrow. Yep. Be safe.